Hello guys and welcome to another edition of the Hoopjack Podcast Series. I'm your host Christopher Armistead and we have a lot to go over today from the NBA playoffs to our Hooper profile. But before we recap and go over the games for tonight in the NBA, I would like to start with our new segment, uh, our quote of the day presented by Boosted Biz. Now if you haven't heard of Boosted Biz, if you've been living under a rock, they are a great company that we have gotten the opportunity to work with to get our merch line out there. Our our name, Hoopjack Podcast Series, on t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants, shorts, whatever you would like. It's all out there. You can check it out on their website at boosted.biz, boostedbiz.com, or you can check on our Instagram page, on our link tree, click on the link tree, and our the website is right there. So make sure when you take the time, get the chance, head over there, see what they have. If you like it, show some love. Love to see you guys wearing our swag here real soon. So our quote of the day, it comes from Steve Young, Hall of Fame quarterback. Is the He says, quote, the principle is competing against yourself. It's about self-improvement, about being better than you were the day before. And in that take... I take it as every day you want to be better than what you were the other day. Every day you want to be able to improve the situations that you are in, not just kind of stay stagnant. And a lot of us like to when we're comfortable, but I also think that we need to always take the opportunity to improve one day at a time, to do something different one day at a time so that we're not just staying stagnant. So we're going to get right into it with the NBA recap before we go into tonight's game six game in Minnesota we're gonna head over staying with going to the east we have the Philip uh, the other night we had the Philadelphia 76ers trying to close out the series against the Toronto Raptors and they did just that they won game six 132 to 97 clinching this clinching the series to move on to the next round and I gotta tell you Philly was not backing down all starters averaged in double digits Tobias Harris had a double double 19 points, 11 rebounds, and Bede had a double-double, 33 points, and 10 rebounds, and Harden had a double-double, 22 points, 15 assists. They were clicking on all cylinders. Toronto just didn't have a chance. Without uh, Fred Van Vliet, it it was not happening. Siakam did his best. Gary Trent Jr. did his best. Scotty Barnes did his best. But without Fred Van Vliet, it wasn't even close. I wish... Know Toronto, the best of luck next season. They're always going to be a great competitor to competitive team. They're a young team and they have a lot of potential to make some waves with some. They can work on the offseason. They got some way great opportunities to improve for next year. And with Philly moving on, I believe they will play the. second guys they will be they will be playing on May 2nd the they'll be playing the Miami Heat so 76ers and Heat will be their first round game will be on May 2nd at 7 which is a Monday at 7 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that'll be next week next Monday so make sure to tune into that guys and the next game we have is another series clincher it was the Phoenix Suns playing in New Orleans New Orleans trying to stay alive force a game seven 
Phoenix is just too strong. Phoenix wins 115-109 and clinches the series in six. I got to tell you, New Orleans, I think, surprised a lot of people. But when you have guys, you know, you have Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Jose Alvarado. And with Zion, if he comes back, that team could be really deadly in the East, in the West. They could not just be a playing team. They could be a top, you know, a top six. If they stay consistent and everyone in with Valanciunas, that team can do something. That team has a lot of potential. And with Phoenix moving on, they are also going to be moving on to play Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TNT against the Dallas Mavericks, who we're going to come into here in a second. But kind of going over the box score for the Suns, four out of their 10 starters, four out of their five starters finished with double digits. Crowder was the only one with nine, but he was on top of it, you know, trying to do, do the best he could. He went three of eight from the field. His five fouls didn't help, but I mean, and with Booker still playing limited minutes, I mean, still playing the minutes, but limited shots, he he did, he did good. 13 points, five rebounds, three assists. So exciting to see game one on Monday night at home against Dallas. And then speaking of Dallas, they... They had a series clincher the other night against the Utah Jazz. They ended up winning 98-96 to win 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 the series four games to two. And they, again, like I said, will be playing Phoenix in the first round on Monday night. So, kind of moving forward from that, we have tonight's game, big one, game six. We have Minnesota versus the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies at Minnesota and I gotta tell you I like Minnesota winning this and here's why people don't underestimate that Minnesota is 3-0 when there has been a protester on the court I don't think I don't think you heard that correctly I'm taking the over that a protester will protester will come on the court or do something big grand they've done it every game every home game that Minnesota has but they've also won every home game that that's happened so who knows the curse might break but i could see this going to a game seven if there's another protester coming out but they still have the matchup predictor according to espn is 60 percent uh favoring memphis and 40 percent to minnesota and the spread is one and a half that's really close but i'm gonna take i'm gonna take this the money line towards the timberwolves because I like what I've seen from them. They've been, it's been a really evenly matched series to where it could go either way. I, it can go to a game seven. Mark my words, I think it can and it will. But, you know, time will tell what'll happen. So. Uh, the last, the next series that we'll talk about is the Celtics versus the Bucks, and that'll be a game one matchup on 1 p.m. on Sunday at on ABC. The Celtics are at home, both teams evenly 51-31 during the regular season, and what I can take from that is that it's going to be an evenly matched series. I think that could go to seven. Boston has looked really strong this postseason with the sweep over the Nets. And Milwaukee still is, they're coming, they're trying to repeat. Anything can happen with that team. 
and it shows that, you know, both teams want it. They're hungry. Giannis is hungry. And with Middleton out, that's going to really hurt the Bucks because that's one. That's not a shooter that you have. That's not a great defender that you do have. And his numbers alone can tell the tale. So, all in all, I like the playoffs right now. I still believe that Phoenix, it'll be Phoenix coming out of the West. I still believe in the Bucks coming out of the East. I could see a repeat. But I want to see how game one goes with Boston. If Boston comes out strong, then I then it's going to be a Suns-Celtics finals. And I that, either way, I would really enjoy it. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. When we come back, we have our one-on-one Hooper profile with overseas professional basketball star Vinny Shahid. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Hoop Jack Podcast Series, guys. And today, for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have overseas professional basketball star Vinny Shahid. Vinny, it's great to have you on the show. Man, I appreciate you for having me. I'm excited to be on here. So... How did you uh, end up getting to the opportunity to play overseas? Because I've noticed that you started your professional career in Luxembourg, correct? Yes, that's that's that is correct. Um, yeah. So basically, I uh, I graduated from North Dakota State University uh, in 2020, the year that COVID uh, struck the world, um, and so it was kind of a little a little rough. Um, journey for me to sign agents and find the right agent for me and um, just going with the whole process but I was I was able to find an agent and um, I ended up getting a job very very late um, at the end of December beginning of January just because COVID was so bad um, but I got a job in Luxembourg and uh, you know we kind of just took off from there and um, I had a pretty good first year and now I'm ended up I ended up here in France and uh, kind of the same kind of story, you know. We this was a great year for me and my team, and uh, I'm just looking forward to just continuing to move up the ladder over here overseas. So, possibly come over, make my way back over to the states um, eventually. But you know, um, it's just a blessing, all of it. And then talk to me about kind of how you were able to handle everything with the pandemic, because like you said, you were still. You were in your last year at North Dakota State. You guys had just won the Summit League title, correct? Correct, man. Correct. And you were yeah. on you guys were getting ready for the tournament. So Yeah, man. It was what, tough. What what was that? Because I know as a senior, that 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 feeling of we had that up. We had you had in your conference, but then not getting the chance to play in the <laughs> play in the tournament. How was how did you feel about that? You know, it was tough. Um, you know, um, we had went to the March Madness tournament the year before. Um, and we played Duke and um we had all those guys and so we were obviously the favorite in our conference and um we had a really good year that year. Um and so we were gonna have a pretty good seating in the tournament um that year and it just sucked, you know. We worked so hard all year um to get an opportunity. Uh, to show how good we are and to maybe, you know, who who knows who could have been a Cinderella team. Um, but, it, you know, it, it, it was just hard for me, especially being a senior, mm-hmm. um, not knowing that I played my last game, um, not knowing that it was my not last game they... before playing it, it. You know, it was just, 
it was it was very tough for me to swallow. Um, but you know, I, I I was very appreciative for that to happen to me because um, it kind of helped me build and mold into the character that I am today, and it it kind of it kind of helped me build to the type of person and player that I am today as well. So, um, it you know it was bad things about it and a lot of things that were bad about it, but you know there was also some positive to those kind of things as well. Right, you didn't want it to kind of br- let it bring you down to a point where you were it was just kind of that self hate about you know not like you like you said you didn't know that was your last game you wanted to keep playing with that team in the tournament and see how well you guys could do right exactly yeah it's one of those things where you just kind of gotta um you know you dwell on it a little bit and you think about it a little bit but um you know it's one of those things out of our control and 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 one of the things we couldn't control and so um you know you kind of take it for what it is and kind of just try to move on forward and then before your time at north dakota state you uh played your high school ball at hopkins high correct 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 that located in the general area of minneapolis or yes it's a suburb it's a suburb of minneapolis so it's like 15 minutes away from downtown minneapolis it's not far from downtown minneapolis at all Okay, so what was it like playing at Hopkins High and kind of the competition growing up? Man, man, if you, if I start saying some of the names that played uh, at Hopkins High School, you you'll be surprised. Hopkins High School is a Hopkins High School is a historically a basketball school in in Minnesota. Like if you go, if you go to Minnesota and you ask around, like um, what are the best basketball schools, you will always hear Hopkins, um, the name Hopkins brought up whether it's boys or girls. I mean, we had the number one player in the nation about last year and Paige Beckers. She was the number one player in the nation. She went to Hopkins. Um, Amir Coffey plays for the Clippers. Uh, Royce White was a first-round draft pick. Chris Humphreys. um, You know, we've had the Minnesota Basketball. We've had Minnesota Mr. Basketball Award uh, a number of times. You know, I played with one of them, uh, Amir Coffey. But, um, you know, it's just like, it, it it's it's not only that, that there's good people and good players that, that come through the program, but um, the head coach, Coach Novak, uh, Ken Novak, he's been one of the best high school basketball coaches in the country for as long as I can remember. Um, and so he does a really good job at developing his players and kind of trying to teach them the game and the right way to play the game and um, getting everybody to understand kind of like the way that kind of Coach K does it and, you know, at, at Kentucky and Duke and, um, Coach Calipari, those guys, you know, the way that they do it at Kentucky and Duke when they have so much talent on their team and um, they, they emphasize to their guys that, that they can't play with egos, otherwise the team's not going to be any good. And uh, Coach Novak did a really good job of that, um, and that's why you always see um, so many successful players coming out of Hopkins and playing at a high level. Like, there's so many kids. I mean, even today, um, not too long ago, Zeke Naji, he went to Arizona. He plays for Denver the Nuggets, um, Kerwin Walton and plays at North Carolina. Like the list goes on and on and on of how many great basketball players came out of Hopkins and um, are still performing at a high level. And so Hopkins was a uh, Hopkins was probably one of the best things that happened to me. And I can, and from the way you were talking about it, I can't even imagine just having a coach that, you know, that actually took the time to just mold and create a program at, at Hopkins, that was just like you said. The names, I'm just thinking, wow, those are some names. That yeah, like, and and it's crazy because like the list is bigger than that. Like, 
there's so many other, even on like, even on like, and Coach Novak has nothing to do with this, but even on the women's side, like, um, like pretty much like all those girls that graduate from Hopkins end up going to Division One and playing basketball. And so mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like a, it's also kind of like, it has to do with like the environment of like the standards that you're held to um, and all of it. Like you said, like Coach Novak did a really good job of, you know, molding and building up. You know, a lot of high school coaches are selfish these days and make it about themselves or, or you know, about one person and, and, and forget that, you know, that there's always other four other guys on the court with that one person at a time. And so um, I'm very appreciative of Coach Novak and Hopkins for sure. Right. And like you said, it's a team sport. And one guy can't just make up the whole team. And when you got a coach like that who can – get all five working together in in unison and you got one tough team right there exactly for sure man and were you a part of any of were you part of the aau circuit around minneapolis at that time trying yes to- i was i was i played uh Gauntlet. so my younger my younger years probably like my 15u 16u actually not my 16u just my 15u year i was with uh howard pulley and then 16U, I kind of took a year off. But 17U year, I went back on the AAU scene and I played with uh, D1 Minnesota there on the Adidas Gauntlet. Um, and that team, you know, that team, even that team, you know, was a pretty interesting team because, I mean, one of my on there, he plays in the G League right now with the Kings. He got a 10-day this year, Ade Murky. Um, another one of my teammates – Won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Like, uh, he plays receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, another one went to the University of Minnesota, Michael Hurt. Um, you know, we had a talented team. It was one of those teams where, like, if you look at us, you probably won't think that we're that good. But, you know, we never really lost many games with that team. Like, we went to – we qualified for, like, the top 16 for the Adidas Gauntlet. Uh you know, and, and, and I didn't really get, you know, I didn't really get much or get many opportunities from that AAU season. You know, I got a couple of looks. Um, I got a couple of looks and interests, things like that. But um, I didn't get much from the AAU scene. Um, most of the stuff I got from, like, college basketball came from junior college. And so, um, yeah, but like you said, I, I I was a D1 Minnesota guy, so I was I was Adidas. I was wearing Adidas with the AAU circuit. And then you played all four years at North Dakota State, right? No, I played uh, my first two years during college. And so – Juco? Yeah, but, but I played my first two years during college. And then my first year out of junior college was when I was at NDSU and we went to the tournament. Um, and then that second year was we were supposed to go back. We had a really good team and then COVID hit. But junior college was even crazier. Like, I played in the national tournament in junior college. Like, I was a, um, I was an All-American second team junior college my sophomore year. I won player of the year in my conference. Junior uh, college was it was different. You know, junior college was definitely different. But junior um, college basketball did a lot more for me than I would say in my high school years. I, I was kind of a late bloomer. Right. And <clears> – <throat> I, I see that with um, – I know it was past your time because you had graduated, but with the NIL kind of giving that college athlete the opportunity, you decided to create your own brands as well and work with a few others. 
One of them I see you partnered up with Boosted Biz to come up with the merch line Walking Bucket. Yes, and I sir. like the actual logo because you the dude's got on like a bucket hat or a bucket head. And it just says walking bucket. What was the concept behind not just the man? Name, and people don't even itself. understand the whole thing. Um, the whole the whole thing behind it. I'll I'll have to show you the picture after we get off of this podcast. But the the original picture of that, um, it was actually um me flexing at March Madness after I got an N one in the first four, um, in a crucial time. And it was a crazy picture. It's one of my favorite pictures ever. Um and so basically what I did was I took that picture and I sent them the I sent them the the picture and I told them the idea that I had behind it and you know a lot of people talk about like um the way I play like I get buckets I can score all three levels I shoot it from deep I shoot mid-range I can float it I can get to the basket um and I and I score the ball in a variety of different ways and um a lot of places that I go people call me a bucket and so I've just been kind of walking with it and, and running with it so I sent the idea to them and they, they gave me like three or four, five different images that I liked. And, um, you know, we kind of went back and forth for a couple of days trying to figure out, you know, the perfect image. And then I remember just waking up one morning and he sent me the one that is on the search now. And I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's the one I want to go with. I like that one. And I like it, man. If that's, I like because a lot of the uh, brands that I've seen, it reflects the kind of who they are. Kind of, it gets them into like, what kind of person am I to kind of make it stand out? Yes. How do I make it stand out and make it know that this is me? This is who I want. And walking bucket, that just that that's you. That you yes, literally. Are is a walking bucket. Yes, sir. And then I also see Transfer Summit Sports. Yes. Another brand that you were working with. We want. What's that about? Yeah, so um, it's funny. So um, one of my friends, that's his, that's his, um, that's his little, that's his own business. Um, and basically, I partnered with them, um, and you know, they're trying to, what they're trying to do there is they're trying to create, um, you know, uh, another transfer portal, so to speak, um, to help kids get recruited more or help kids that enter the transfer portal. Um, have an easier time getting in contact with coaches and getting seen by coaches. Um, you know, the transfer portal plays a huge role in today's game and to, in, the, in the way that things go um, uh, with college basketball today because of the new rules. And so, uh, you know, and, and transferring is, is also never fun. Um, that's the thing that people don't understand. Like, there's a lot that goes behind transferring in the process of transferring. And I know just because I'm a transfer myself. Um, and so basically what that is, um, is it, it's a platform that they're looking, I think it's still under the process. I think we, we just did that. We just started that last year. Um, but we're creating a pretty much like another transfer report. Um, and, and all the coaches in America are going to have access to it. Um, it's going to be for very cheap. Um, but it, it, it gets coaches in contact with players easier and it lets coaches and players know specifically you know, what this school is looking for, you know, this school is looking for specifically this, or this school is looking for this kind of player, or this player is looking for this in their next school. Um, and it kind of tries to get to the process of where kids find the home that fits them. And so they don't have to keep transferring three and four times. 
um and 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 that's what we we really are trying to do we're trying to help it we're trying to make it so that student athletes are having an easier time and finding their homes and coaches are also helping or finding athletes that they're really looking for instead of having to get a guy and redshirt him and waste his time and um and then end up transferring and now the kid's transferring three four times because um he couldn't find that right home for him right away and so that's what that transfer that transfer pub is all about okay so it's it's more direct you know coaches the player tra- like making contact yeah you know cause, yeah because you know when when the tra- when you transfer when you enter the portal like there's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through and um a lot of the times like um when kids are transferring they kind of don't really they get you know they get contacted by schools but they don't really know what the schools really want until they they commit or sign there um and by this way like we kind of break down everything like you know this is the type of player this person is you know we have highlight films on there we'll have a bio we'll have contact information for this person um and then we'll have past stats we'll have tendencies we'll have all kind of stuff like that just to kind of make it easier on both parties right so that's a good way for a new platform for transfer portal students as well as you know like you said um getting making sure it's the right fit exactly like you see kids nowadays transferring two three maybe even four times and you know it's just not ideal like you're never gonna you're never gonna i don't know what to say like but you're never gonna figure you're never gonna find what you're looking for if you're always transferring because Coaches, I feel like transfer players are always on a short lease already because they're a transfer. Like, coaches already have in their mind that they that the kid transferred for a reason, whether it was the coach's fault or the or the player's fault. The co- the kid's transferring for a reason. And so um, I feel like transfer kids' leash is always a little shorter, and so we just try to help them out as much as we can. Absolutely. And – my last question, and is: are there any other brands that you are working with right now or want to work with in the future to kind of get your name out there as well? Uh, yes, I also work with Greatness Only. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a brand. It's one of my friend's clothing brands as well. Um, they did – I had a basketball camp um, last summer, and they did the shirts for my basketball camp, and people love the shirts. And so uh, – and you might see me, you know, I might – have on a greatness only long sleeve or t-shirt when I'm working out or something like that. Um, but I definitely work with them as well. Um, I just trying to kind of give them ideas and, you know, what people would want to wear and I buy their products and, you know, they look out for me sometimes, you know, they send me care packages and stuff like that. Um, and I also work with, with PSD. Um, PSD, uh, sends me care packages every now and then, um, to help promote their product. Um, you know, that one's not so, so to speak, as, as big. Like, I'm not doing commercials or anything like that. Um, right. Kind of just, uh, kind of just you know, support them. And they send me care packages every now and then if they have something new. Or if I see something that I like that they drop and I want it, I'll contact them and they'll probably send it to me. Okay. So that's good to hear that you are reaching out uh, and create, creating more of a buzz for not only other brands, but for your brand as, as well. Yes, for sure. I, you know me. I I really would be willing to you know work with any brand. Um, so if any anybody listens to this and hears this, 
I'm open to, you know, working with anybody. That's good to hear. And my last question to you is what advice would you give to the next generation of hoopers and basketball players wanting to play at the college level or even the the higher level where you're at? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the biggest advice I would give is, you know, um, I'll give, I, I would say a lot of things, but you know, the main couple of things I would say, um, is, is one, you know, everybody's journey is different. Um, you can't, you can't look at the next guy or, or the guy next to you, your friend or whoever it may be and compare your journey to their journey because everybody's journey is different. Um, but the one thing about it is, um, consistency is key. And if you really want something, you can make it happen. Um, you just have to work at it. Um, and that's the biggest thing I figured out with the whole basketball thing. Um, and even in life, like even if it's not basketball, um, if there's something in life you want or, or a dream that you have, a goal that you want to achieve, you can achieve it. Um, you just have to you just have to meet it with hard work and um, consistency. And that would be the two biggest things I would probably tell them. All right, man. That's some great advice. I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show. And guys, make sure to check out Vinny Shahid and his journey with and you're currently in France now, correct? Yes, sir. I'm in France, man. All right, man. I wish you the best of luck moving forward in your professional career, whether you're still overseas or whether you make it to the league, no matter what. I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate you for having me. No problem, man. Uh, We'll be right back with more Hoop Jack, guys. So stay tuned. We're back, guys. So I want to thank Vinny for taking the time to come on the show. Make sure to check out his brand, especially with Boosted Biz, with Walking Bucket, his his work with Transfer Summit Sports, as well as Stay Stay on Greatness and PSD Underwear. So make sure to check out all the brands that he has been working with and all the brands that he endorses. And check out his career, guys. He's going to do great things, and I expect you know him to get his shot really soon. So we're going to give, come to our um, Kenichi Bear Mindful Moment, Mindful Minute. And before we get into our Mindful Minute, I want to take the time to talk about Kenichi Bear headphones. Great noise-canceling headphones, one of the best, especially you guys got to check out the Hibernation 5s great headphones for listening to music as well as you know wireless headphones for gaming if you're a gamer like myself so make sure to check it out guys there's a lot of great headphones out there but none other than the hibernation fives by kenichi bear great headset great look you want to check it out head over to our link tree and click on the link for further info on it you won't regret it and now we reached the point where it's our mindful minute and i'm just glad it's friday man i'm ready for the weekend i'm ready to you know relax kick it back study for my licensure check my licensure test and i'm just trying to grow and kind of going back back to the quote that i use you know the principles competing against yourself i i look at it as you know I want to improve every day. I want to get better. I want to, you know, not have to worry about making rent. I don't want to have to worry about making sure the bills are paid. I want to have that security that, you know, everything is paid and that I don't have to worry. So that's why it's good to always, you know, I wouldn't say 
overdo it, but you know, one day at a time to improve. So that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Again, make sure to check out all of our brand sponsors as well as our one-on-one with Mr. Vinny Shahid and all of his brands as well. Make sure to keep tuning in. We have episodes every Monday and Friday. We're trying to come up with new ideas for the show every week, trying to get everyone more inclined to listen, get everyone more involved, and we're in the process of trying to just keep growing as much as we can. Keep listening to the show. Keep tuning in. We love the support. And remember, don't be a bystander. Be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.